Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners. The hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Zedeker and Jace teach me a born and raised atheist all about the Bible. Wow, I know that all of you who are listening to this can't see uh, what just happened, but Jace was dancing like really erratically. <laughs> Zedeker was dancing like very nonchalantly, and I guess I was somewhere in between. It was pretty funny. <laughs> I was laughing about it. I hope all of you who could see it were laughing as well. We're like the Goldilocks's Three Bears of Dancing. It's true. Yeah, yes. yeah, different varieties of porridge. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Have I ever had porridge? I don't think so. What is, what, like, oatmeal is different than porridge, right? I think they're kind of the it's same It's all the same. Thing. Yeah. Just some kind okay. of human slop that is good in the morning. <laughs> Ew, that sounds like that does sound gross. slop is made of humans. <laughs> yeah. This one's very different, Dedeker, very different. <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, um, yeah, uh, Dedeker, you were out of out of your quarantine. It's beautiful. It's I beautiful am. Thing. I left my hotel quarantine a few days ago and have been back in the normal world, or I was back in the normal world, except that about two or three days after I arrived, the state of Victoria went back into a seven-day lockdown. And so I'm back into the good old pandemic world once does again. That, does that mean like one person has COVID and no. so everything? No? I mean, well, well, it starts with one person, Emily. You know, I, that's it always yeah, starts with one always, person. Yeah. I suppose it started from no, a bat or something, but yes. The cluster's up to 30 people or oh, so. And oh. so... Yeah. Fortunately, they have really good contact tracing. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm not too worried about the seven day lockdown. It is kind of like coming back home though. Cause I will say walking around in crowds where no one was wearing a mask, I was starting to get a little bit like, Oh God, I don't like this at all. I don't like this at all. Yeah. Get away from me, people. And so now being back in a world where I'm masking up all the time, it feels, feels, it feels right. Almost. It feels yeah. right. It feels yes. right. Yeah. Back yeah. to your comfortable it. place. I like that. Uh huh. Indeed. Yes. So. I have a story that I need to share with the two of you. Okay. So yesterday, I went to the chiropractor because I'd been having some some back issues. <sighs> so jealous. So jealous. That's not the important part of the story. The important part is I got there and the receptionist sat me in the room. So I was in like the, the chiropractor room waiting for him to show up. And while I was there, my phone started ringing. And I have this feature that it automatically will screen calls and show me a transcript of what's happening. And so I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, I've been getting so many spam calls. And I do that. And then my phone starts ringing again. And it says uh, returning a call. Because apparently, if you say in that message that you're returning a call, it like then makes the phone ring so that you don't miss oh. someone who's like not a contact of yours, but who's returning a call. So I guess that's like a fancy keyword. Anyway, so I'm like, okay, I don't know what's going on, but I'll... So the, okay, so the person called you on their voicemail, said they were returning a call, and your phone automatically was like, yes, I'm going to call them back right away. I feel like we're getting stuck on details that are not relevant, but my phone, it's not like leaving a message, it's like a digital receptionist. Right, right, your robot receptionist, of... I remember now, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's cool, of course you have those. Okay, of course. So... 
I'm like, okay, fine, I'll answer this. Answer, and this guy's like, hey, I'm, I got a call from this number. I'm, I'm returning your call. It's like, well, I, I haven't called anyone in days, probably years. Uh, you know, I, I don't think it was me. And he's like, oh, yeah, I don't know. The, the voice assistant thing is kind of hard to understand. But, uh, but yeah, I was just returning your call. Um, but that's okay. I'll let you go um, unless uh, you wanted me to tell you the secret of the Bible in 10 seconds. Like, <laughs> you're like i absolutely do i was like of all the things you could have said to keep me on the phone i was like yeah hit me <laughs> give it to me baby yeah and now my this is going to be sort of my 10 seconds 10 oh. seconds right this is my sort of paraphrase based on you know what he said it was very hard to follow but essentially it was something like Right. So like, you know, God, when the priests withdrew from the holy place and, and the cloud filled the temple of God with the aroma of life and like the, the high priest, you know, 420 performed the ritual and, and what, served wait, God. Hold on. Hold, hold on. This only, man, this man yeah. said high priest 420. Uh, yeah. Something to that effect. And he's like, right, because of that that fragrant cloud of incense rising from the offerings is, you know, the the cannabis. And was this man trying to sell you drugs over the phone? And, cool. and he's like, and it's like bodhisattva, like sativa, you know, for you, God. And did you know that God ordered food, but we didn't deliver it to him, and and he was really disappointed. <laughs> he kind of goes, he's over it now. He doesn't want food. And so I I like literally. So he finishes his little ten to fifteen second monologue and I, I you're like uh... I literally was like that is so freaking wild man I just don't even know what to say and he went and he kept talking for like another minute or so of, of stuff like that he talked to me. he's like yeah we went back to church because my wife wanted us to start going back and you know I found God and his secrets and he healed me of like all diseases but the church didn't like the way that he did it and so they kicked me out <sighs> what and I was why just because like, it was with marijuana I guess or? I guess because of marijuana <laughs> it was so wild I was just like dude you're on some next level shit right now and he's like yeah right <laughs> and how did you how did you get out of that conversation exactly? Well, Were you like listen to drunk Bible study, by the way? Like, can, That's like, my can podcast. You please? Yeah. No, so I I you know, basically after he talked for a little bit longer, I was like, Hey, look, man, I gotta go, but like what what's your name? Who are you? And he told me he's like, Yeah, you can look me up online and I found his his Instagram, which is at Here's my MySpace at a four twenty Bible study. Um, and oh my god, oh, he's no. got, we have to have him on the show. I don't know, no. I don't know, maybe about not, that. maybe not. I don't know about <laughs> that, but uh, yeah, anyway, it's it's totally wild. And anyway, it's just like, did he know? Did he know? He did that that was the How one thing he would say that I would divine stop intervention. <laughs> but yeah, this this guy was so so high. I mean, it was very apparent, and it felt like reading Isaiah again, but less violent. Dedeker's looking him up right now. I can tell this Instagram is wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone um, go look him up. Patronize this, is- this guy. Do it. I, I don't. Okay. I, I'd want to hesitate because we don't know this guy. This guy seems like he's on some. I mean, he's definitely on a certain level. Yeah. Wow. He's, he's next level for sure. Yeah. Wow. I don't know where he actually falls in terms of what he really thinks about or feels about any of these things, but it's it's a pretty wild Instagram. Uh, so anyway. I mean, four twenty Bible study, like drunk Bible study, does need to follow him though. Okay. I'm just saying, like. We should do that. Yeah, maybe. You're right. We should. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, yeah. thank you for listening. What, what a divine. Maybe, Chase, maybe it was an angel. It could have been. Probably. 
Yeah. yeah or maybe or a, just decided to call you. Or a prophet. <laughs> I know. I wonder how he got your number. Maybe he's seriously. A well, you probably Yahweh wow. gave it to him. Was like, hey, got it. Got to call this number. Prophet needs to make a connection. Yeah. Oh my goodness, goodness. he called you and not me because I would have been seriously freaked out. I'm like, no, 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 no. Wow. Oh, Oh, the prophets still live. God is still talking. Indeed. (laughs) He is. Wow. Uh, speaking of the prophets, I, I'm I'm trying to remember what happened to our little tadpole Jeremiah because he was just a little teeny weeny boy. Uh, kind of, like it, it was his youth mm-hmm. moment, and then yeah, as a baby, we determined God spoke to him right. in the womb. In the womb, right, right. yeah, letting him know. Wow. Yes. Um, yeah. Last episode is also when we came up with the spec script for our hit series, Keeping Up with the Balls. Oh, right. Yes. Which is going to be all over Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Going to take the nation by storm. Yep. It's going to be hugely popular. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's a sitcom Incredible. of some sort. Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. Or like a lifestyles of the rich and famous, but for gods. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Yeah, Like the lower guys. I feel like the main gist of last time was yeah, Jeremiah was a prophet since the time he was a baby. And then he kind of laid the smack down. It was a little bit more doom and gloom than we got Mm -hmm. with Isaiah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. More? That's how it's going to be. Similar amounts. Similarly. Similar. (laughs) It was comfortingly familiar. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's just kind of how this is going to go for a while. We're in the Old Testament time. All right. Well, JC, you were really excited about your drink. So why don't you tell us what it is? Yeah. Okay. So this is a whiskey ginger root beer float. Wow. So, Wait. yeah. Ooh. So I have this ginger root beer soda that's like, it's not a ginger beer, it's a ginger. root beer, but with some ginger flavor to it. Sounds good. And so I mixed whiskey with that. And I was like, this is cool. It's like a whiskey ginger and a whiskey root beer. That's not a thing. I was like, what's the thing with root beer? I was like, root beer float. And then I thought, what if I put some Baileys in this to be the cream? Whoa. It, oh, I will tell you. I, what is happening? What I can't even imagine that. Is it good? It's very tasty. It's not a pretty drink because Baileys doesn't mix super well. It has that kind of weird cloudy look, but it's quite delicious. Yeah. I do recommend checking That's it good. out. Nice. Yeah, lovely. All right, Dedeker, what are you drinking at 10 a.m.? Oh, at 10 a.m., I whipped out a bottle of Snake and Herring, a 2017, quote, Dirty Boots Cabernet Sauvignon from West Australia, which, which is quite lovely. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd like Australia to believe some good wines. three weeks into drinking in the morning, I think I've already, my body started to acclimate a little bit. I did. <laughs> I don't know if that's quite, a good thing. <laughs> I did try to passionately and voraciously stuff food in my mouth as soon as I woke up mm. so that I would have mm-hmm. something on my stomach. So Smart. I think that helped. Smart, yeah. Something yeah. on your stomach. It's very yeah. important to have yeah. it on the stomach. Yeah. Um, well, it all of a sudden, at least in this house, it's warm right now. I turned off the air so that I could, you know, hear all of you and myself on this recording. But I decided to make a frozen margarita today. So this is a, uh, there we are. This is a raspberry margarita. It's beautiful. Um, and I also, thank you. I also put ginger in it just for like mm. a little something, something. So oh, we're both I put doing like a fresh ginger. Exactly. I know. Well done. I put a fresh knob of ginger. So that's awesome. Lovely. It's lovely. very tasty. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. Indeed. <laughs> All right. Okay. Are we doing this? Yeah. It is time to join our favorite prophet, Jeremiah, who was indeed a bullfrog. And also a small baby. I don't know how old he is now. I think he still might be 17 or something at this point. It's pretty young. If you want to read along with us, you can go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash read and type in Jeremiah 4-5. Because that's what we're reading today. 
As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, it's Jeremiah chapter four. If you will return, Israel, says Yahweh, if you will return to me, and if you will put away your abominations out of my sight, then you shall not be removed, and you shall swear as Yahweh lives in truth, in justice, and in righteousness, and the nations shall bless themselves in him, and in him shall they glory. That's the longest sentence ever. I thought for a second you were going to say truth, justice, in the American way. (laughs) Yeah, it felt like, it really felt like the, what not the Declaration of Independence, the the Pledge of Allegiance or something. Oh, okay, yeah, that's good too. Mm -hmm. Also, (laughs) this drink is causing my tongue to go numb, so if I don't speak Uh very well, that's why. Yeah, maybe slow down on that while you're reading. No, I mean, it's fine, but just, you know, I can't like pronounce words well. Good. Okay. For thus says Yahweh to the men of Judah and to Jerusalem, break up your fallow ground and don't sow among thorns. What's a fallow ground? Fallow, like farmers, when you have your fields, like you'll let certain fields rest Mm. for a season or two so that the ground can get the nutrients back. That's what it means when it lays fallow. Yeah, but basically like not tilled, not plowed, not currently being used. The opposite of tilled. Right. Right. Okay. Untilled, reverse tilled. (laughs) Indeed. Circumcise yourselves to Yahweh Uh. and take away the foreskins of your heart. Oh, man, we're back on the foreskins of the heart. We're back with the questionable anatomy. I hate it. Thanks, I hate it. Oh, gosh. You men of Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem, lest my wrath go forth like fire and burn so that none can quench it because of the evil of your doings. Declare you in Judah. Just just heads up, there's a a subheading right here in the message for verse 5 that calls this section... God's sledgehammer anger. Great. Whoa. So just get ready. Great. Get ready for that. Awesome. Get ready. So just excited. like freaking Mario. He's going to bring it right <laughs> down on your head. Yes. Maybe you can't see, but Dedeker and I, we did not plan this, but we both wore our Nintendo outfits today. Yeah. And I told Jace that he should have done the same. He's but not unfortunately. And unfortunately, I don't it. own any Mario apparel anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sad. Declare you in Judah and publish in Jerusalem and say, blow you the trumpet in the land, cry aloud and say, assemble yourselves and let us go into the fortified cities. Set up a standard toward Zion, flee for safety, don't stay, for I will bring evil from the north and a great destruction. Okay, yeah, it's like sure get into will. your bomb shelters because this thing's, this thing's going to blow. Yeah, yeah. A lion is gone up from his thicket, and a destroyer of nations, he is on his way. He is gone forth from his place to make your land desolate, that your cities be laid waste without inhabitant. Gosh, this is terrible. For this, gird you with sackcloth, lament and wail, for the fierce anger of Yahweh hasn't turned back from us. It shall happen at that day, says Yahweh, that the heart of the king shall perish and the heart of the princes and the priests shall be astonished and the prophets shall wonder. So, question. Yeah. Does this 
proclamation and profiteering occur before the event? <laughs> yes. Yes. As in he's he's predicting it. Right. Yes. yes. Right. So why, if he's predicting it, doesn't everyone like try to do the opposite? What do you mean? As in why doesn't everyone pay attention to the prediction? Yeah, and like be better. Well, well I mean, did you pay attention when they all said the world was gonna end in twenty twelve? A little. I, did, I mean, <laughs> did, I you, did you? I couldn't do anything about it. What could I do about that? What counts as a little? Like you did a little bit of planning for the world well, no, ending? No, but I mean, that was like, you know, it's going to end like tough shit. But this is like, <laughs> hey, everyone be cooler and nicer to God. And they don't do it anyways. You, you see what I mean? It is interesting because I think that in Isaiah, it was a little bit more of that like, hey, you better turn your shit around or this is all going to go bad. I feel like yeah. by the time we're at Jeremiah, which is a generation later, he's just like, this is happening. It's too late. Like, this is, I don't, <laughs> I don't see any, like, but if you straighten up your act, it'll be okay. It's like, no, this is all, this doom and gloom is coming. I see. Okay. So they can't do anything about it. Seems okay. That way. Well, okay. Like the ship has sailed. Sucks for too them. late to turn around. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. We're yeah. past the point of no return. Got it. Okay. Then said I, ah, Lord Yahweh. Surely you have greatly deceived this people in Jerusalem, saying you shall have peace, whereas the sword reaches to the life. To the life. What, what's that? What the heck is that? Uh, let's see. The message says, you've fed lies to this people, this Jerusalem. You assured them, all's well, don't worry, at the very moment when the sword was at their throats. Is he allowed to say that <gasps> to God? No, he's saying this to Jerusalem. He's saying, like, you idiot people I'm talking to... You keep saying everything's fine, but actually doom is coming to you because Yahweh says so, and he's been saying so since Isaiah. None of you have listened. I think that's... I'm I'm adding okay. some interpretation here, but that's what I got from but it. But he's saying, Ah, you Lord Yahweh, surely you have greatly deceived this people in Jerusalem? Hmm. I don't know. Whatever. I mean, oh, it sounds yeah, like... Yeah, is he being salty at God? Ooh. It sounds like God's the bad boy, is what he's saying. Hmm. Yeah, I think you might be right. And that's... And I'm like... So is Jeremiah uh, going to be smote out, by Jeremiah. Yahweh like exactly. six chapters <laughs> into his own book? <laughs> that would be good. Four chapters. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you know what, bullfrog? I don't need you anymore. <laughs> okay. At that time shall it be said to this people and to Jerusalem, a hot wind from the bare heights in the wilderness toward the daughter of my people, not to winnow nor to cleanse. A full wind from these shall come to me. Now will I also utter judgments against them. Yeah. Okay, a hot wind. Is the hot wind a good thing, a bad thing? I'm assuming a hot wind's a bad thing. Hot winds come and dry everything out and make your skin get all flaky. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming. Eugene calls it a wind that's up to no good. <laughs> okay, even better. Even better. Jeez. Really, he, he does. He has a way with words. Really I don't think it's a he good really way, does. but it's just a way, like a certain way. I, I'll be honest, though. I don't know if I've ever met a wind that was up too good. I mean, I guess wind farms are cool, but I've always thought that was kind of a happy accident. From what I know, winds are always like blowing stuff over or messing up my bangs. Ugh. I feel like you have a different blowing relationship. Blowing people's hats and newspapers into the street, stealing mm. umbrellas. Like, wind's always up to no good. I see. It's kind of a sneaky I mean, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been in Chicago in the dead of winter, like right yeah, next to... Yeah, it was to, awful. Mm. Like I died. Michigan? <laughs> I literally like died. You you will die. Yes, exactly. Yes. It's like negative three. <laughs> the has been a ghost this whole time. <laughs> the whole yeah, time. Well, 
that's why she's wearing her boo dress shirt. Yeah, dress shirt. Yes. <laughs> this is the point of the show where we do the M Night Shyamalan reveal that Dedeker's been dead this whole time. <laughs> Got it. Okay, that makes sense. Behold, he shall come up as clouds, and his chariots shall be as the whirlwind. His horses are swifter than the eagles. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Woe to us, for we are ruined. Jerusalem, wash your heart from wickedness that you may be saved. How long shall your evil thoughts lodge within you? For a voice declares from Dan and publishes evil from the hills of Ephraim. Make you mention to the nations, behold, publish against Jerusalem. Okay, that, I, I got a comment on the publishing. Yeah, yeah I know. It's a funny translation. I have to because either it's Jeremiah or it's this particular translator who really loved this verb of publishing, but it really calls to mind like handing out some playbills or some flyers maybe. Mm. Just making a book. Posting. No? Well. Like it's God's book. It's It's pre- Publishing the Bible. True. Yes, it is. This is before the Gutenberg press. That is correct. Now, I, but I was thinking more like on a big, like duplicate machine where it's, you know, what people used to do before you could just like tweet about something where you'd have to hand out leaflets like and flyers and things like that <laughs> to, to get the news, get a town crier out there. Right. Cute. So mm-hmm. in the King James, it also says publish. Huh. So I imagine that might be where they got that from as some earlier translations. But the NIV and the Complete Jewish Bible both say proclaim instead of publish, which makes a lot more sense in this context. It's kind of, yeah. Okay. Okay, I got it. Uh, I'm going to say that again because you stopped me mid-sentence. Make Sorry. you mention to the nations, behold, publish against Jerusalem that watchers come from a far country and give out their voice against the cities of Judah. As keepers of a field are they against her roundabout, because she has been rebellious against me, says Yahweh. Your way and your doings have procured these things to you. This is your wickedness, for it is bitter for it reaches to your heart. My anguish, my anguish. I am pained at my very heart. My heart is disquieted in me. I can't hold in my peace because you have heard, oh, my soul, the sound of the trumpet, the alarm of war. So in the message, I just want to read this section to you real quick. I'm doubled up with cramps in my belly. A poker burns in my gut. My insides are tearing me up. For tearing me apart. <laughs> Never a moment's peace. <laughs> You're tearing me apart, Mark. <laughs> yeah, you see, the thing is, though, he was talking about his heart a bunch in the World English Bible translation, and I'm assuming that must be because of the heart circumcision. Oh, yeah, that would be hurting. That does make sense. Oh, yeah, that, yikes. That wouldn't feel good. No, no. no. Wait, somebody, or Brady in the chat says KJV? King James What's the King version? James Version. Got it. Yeah. Says my bowels, my bowels. Yeah, we've talked about that on the show before, that like the seat of emotions was... The bowels. The the bowels was how it used to be translated anyway. It's funny. And he's like, oh, God, Taco Bell after midnight. No. (laughs) (laughs) Don't... It's not a good choice ever. Okay. (laughs) Destruction on destruction is cried, for the whole land is laid waste. Suddenly are my tents destroyed and my curtains in a moment. (laughs) Curtains are the curtains are My having curtains. a moment. In a moment. <laughs> I'll deal with you later. How long <laughs> shall I see the standard and hear the sound of the trumpet? For my people are foolish. They don't know me. They're foolish children. 
and they have no understanding. They are wise to do evil, but to do good, they have no knowledge. Mm. He's really just like in an angry place right now. Mm-hmm. I saw the earth and behold, it was waste and void in the heavens and they had no light. I saw the mountains and behold, they trembled and the hills moved back and forth. <laughs> That's weird. I guess there was an earthquake. Yikes. <laughs> I just, okay. I'm in, I'm in California and I feel like at any moment an earthquake's going to happen. I feel like we're due for one, you know, it's kind of scary. Yeah, probably. I mean, California's perpetually due yeah, for like at any a, given always, moment in time. Always that state. Yeah, that's the nature but of I'm it. But I'm on like the second story now, or I guess the third, really. And so I feel a little more scary than when I was on the ground level. Well, come up with an earthquake plan. Get a bag. Put some water in it and some running shoes. I'll get a bag. That's Thanks, all I know Jennifer. about earthquake preparation. You're like, good Find luck. a desk to hide, to hide under. I appreciate mm-hmm. it, yes. Probably this desk because it's very, like, sturdy. Yeah. I saw, and behold, there was no man, and all the birds of the sky were fled. It was like the birds, but in reverse. That Alfred oh, yeah. Hitchcock movie. Yeah, mm. the absence of birds. Yeah, that's weird. My mom is like, I suggested that thanks to him. <laughs> <laughs> what, well, the no. reverse of the birds? No, no she suggested me to have an earthquake. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, and the also, earthquake like, preparedness kit. Okay, yes. Yeah, and also have like better shoes in my trunk. I'll do yeah. that. Okay, yeah, thanks, mom. Good idea. Uh, yeah, wait. I saw and behold, there was no man and all the birds in the sky were fled. I saw and behold, the fruitful field was a wilderness and all the cities of it were broken down at the presence of Yahweh and before his fierce anger. For thus says Yahweh, the whole land shall be a desolation, yet I will not make a full end. For this shall the earth mourn and the heavens above be black because I have spoken it and I have purposed it and I have not repented Neither will I turn back from it. Every city flees for the noise of the horsemen and the archers, and they go into the thickets and climb up on the rocks. Every city is forsaken, and not a man dwells therein. Yeah, what was that about being archers in the woods, climbing on the rocks, and a band of merry men? What's what's going on? Okay, so uh, so someone, uh, David, mentioned in the chat that something about the... What was it? The earthquakes and some of the other things are like a reverse of what happened in Genesis at the beginning or something like that. Uh-uh. And then in the message Bible. As in like an undoing, undoing of, of Earth. the creation yeah. and uncreating. So then in the message Bible, verse 23 says, I looked at the earth. It was back to pre-Genesis chaos and emptiness. Oh, everyone hated that time. Yeah. I looked at the skies and not a star to be seen. I looked at the mountains. They were trembling like aspen leaves and all the hills rocking back and forth in the wind. I looked, what's this? Not a man or a woman in sight and not a bird to be seen in the skies. I looked, this can't be. (laughs) So I think Yahweh kind of envisioned this future and said, oh no, this is too much. I've gone too far. I totally had like a Rogue One dream last night where like the earth exploded and it was pretty scary. It was like, yeah, we couldn't do anything about it. Wow. And then I woke up and I was like, it's three in the morning. I need to go back to bed. Jeez. Prophetic dreams. Yeah. No, you should be writing. Prophetic. The next Jeremiah. I uh-huh. certainly hope not. <laughs> 
I mean, anyways, the heat death of the universe is going to happen at some point. Yeah, not any time when we're around. Thank you very much. <laughs> and none of us here. Not with that I, attitude. But, all right, fine. If the singularity occurs, then whatever. Like that's that's okay. I can be in the cloud when that happens. <laughs> then we'll just like bounce to a new cloud. Okay. Right. Anyways, you when you are made desolate, what will you do? Though you clothe yourself with scarlet, though you deck you with ornaments of gold, though you enlarge your eyes with paint, (laughs) in vain do you make yourself beautiful. Your lovers despise you. They seek your life. So they're going to kill her? They're going to kill you, no matter how good your eyeliner is. Yeah, and sad. (laughs) Sophia Loren Persian eye. For I have heard a voice as of a woman in travail, the anguish as of her who brings forth her first child, the voice of the daughter of Zion, who gasps for breath, who spreads her hand, saying, Woe is me now, for my soul faints before the murderers. Wow. That was super extra, is all that I'm saying. <laughs> was that the end of the chapter? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. So something I wanted to bring up before we take our break and move on to the next chapter, because we're only doing two today, is that we talked a little bit after recording last time about who we would cast as the young version of Jeremiah. Because right. I think we've we've he's done great in his auditions, and so I'm pretty sure that we're going with um, Steve Buscemi as older Jeremiah. Okay. And in casting young Jeremiah, we were thinking, uh, who did we talk about this being? Didn't you say something about the the Skarsgård who's in It right now? No, we talked about him. We talked about the Skarsgård. We he, talked about Rami Malek. Rami Malek as Malik. well. I think I think Rami Malek would be He's good. Not that young, but sure. I mean, he would be good. Like, I guess Buscemi's much older now than he was in I don't know, like his Quentin Tarantino days. Right. Yeah, but I, I could see a Rami Malek to Steve Buscemi kind of spectrum happening. I'd believe it. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Right, like you you do a little bit of aging down of Rami Malek for him to be 17. <laughs> then he's his normal age, and then you age him up a little bit, and then you switch to Steve Buscemi, who you age down a little bit, and then you let him be his normal age. I feel like you could kind of cover a pretty good range that yeah, way. Yeah, you could blend sure. those gaps together. Right, Yeah. right, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Looking forward to it. Are are we calling it? Is it going to be Rami Malek stuff? We'll have him come in for an audition to be sure, but I think he'll be great. I mean, we're not just going to offer him. Jeez, that's like, yikes. (laughs) That's not how we do on this production. Come on, Emily. We have enough money and enough power and enough clout (laughs) that we can be picky and choosy. Everyone in Hollywood wants to be part of the DBS cinematic (laughs) universe. Slash theatrical slash television universe. It's going to make Bell Ann, so here we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, so before we go on to Chapter 5 today, we're going to take a quick break to talk about some ways that you can support this show and help keep this growing and coming to all y'all out there for free. And we're back, and it is time for us to jump into Jeremiah Chapter 5. Okay, run you back and forth through the streets of Jerusalem and see now and know and seek in the broad places of it. If you can find a man, if there are any who does justly, who seeks truth, and I will pardon her. Her, I'm assuming, means Jerusalem. Oh, that makes sense. They switched the pronoun on me there and threw me off, and I'm assuming that's what they mean. Oh, this is kind of a recall to the Sodom and Gomorrah thing. I was just going to say that. One person, just one, who's cool. One cool. I'm going to spare it. One cool dude. One cool dude. (laughs) 
<laughs> Though they say, uh, yeah. as Yahweh lives, surely they swear falsely. Oh, Yahweh, don't your eyes look on truth? You have stricken them, but they were not grieved. You've consumed them, but they have refused to receive correction. They have made their faces harder than a rock. Ouch. The rock, as They have refused to return. Then I said, surely these are poor. They are foolish, for they don't know the way of Yahweh, nor the law of their God. I will get me to the great men and will speak to them, for they know the way of Yahweh and the law of their God. But these, with one accord, have broken the yoke and burst the bonds. So even the great men are no good. No good, Obviously, no more. Everybody's yeah, bad. Right. Everyone's bad. <laughs> not a single Wait, good not even person. One cool Does that also mean Jeremiah, though? Like, where well, do the prophets sh- fall in all this, you know? In, in levels of greatness? Sure. Or, I mean, or are they, do they not count? do they not count as citizens anymore? Because they're kind of set apart, maybe? It's like, yeah, like God and then the lower gods and then like the archangels and like all of those people. Like, are the prophets like below the archangels, perhaps? I mean, obviously. Come on. Well, I know that, but like, yeah, because they're they're <laughs> human. Like, flesh. Are they in a hierarchy? <laughs> are they in a hierarchy? And like, people, 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 people are all down <laughs> here. I mean, why does there have to be a hierarchy? Well, Emily? Beca- because uh, <laughs> because it's the Bible, Dedeker, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like asking because I don't know. It does seem though, like. Jeremiah kind of doesn't count toward this one person. Yeah, I always get the sense that the, the prophets are kind of separate. That's the whole point of being a prophet, right? Is you're a little bit separate from everybody else and maybe uh-huh. even to the point of being a little bit exiled or even living away from exiled. community or society mm. so that you can comment on your community or comment on your society. Can can we look that up on the bonus? Annalise I'm also pointed out he is a bullfrog, not a man. So... That also right. Well, then so, that would yeah. that I mean, not that I agree with this, but that would imply that he would be in a hierarchy below man. <laughs> so. I feel like you're focused on the hierarchy, and we're just focused on does he count as finding one good man or not? Whatever. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. But Emmy wanted not. to look this up in the bonus. What what would what would be your search terms? I think I would just be interested in like how did prophets live? Where were they? in society like how were they viewed in society did they live outside of normal society okay yeah, john michael doesn't seem to be here and i wish that he were because he'd probably have an answer already <laughs> <laughs> okay well all right i'll write it down for the bonus we'll see what we can find thank you okay face as hard as a rock great men not cool yes 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 okay therefore a lion out of the forest shall kill them a wolf of the evenings shall destroy them a leopard <laughs> a shall evening. watch against their cities <laughs> No daytime wolves here. No, no way. Mm-hmm, mm-mm. Everyone who goes out there shall be torn in pieces because their transgressions are many and their backsliding is increased. How can I pardon you? Your children have forsaken me and sworn by them that are no gods. When I had fed them to the full, they committed adultery and assembled themselves in troops at the prostitutes' houses. <laughs> oh, oh dear. these poor prostitutes. <laughs> I know. A whole troop They're shows really up. They're getting a bad rack. Rap, rap. They, rap. they rack. were, they were as fed horses roaming at large. Everyone neighed after his neighbor's wife. <laughs> this is a weird mix, mixed metaphor. I love it. It's so good. Fed horses that got out and they're roaming around and they really want to do your wife. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I mean, my mom, what, I mean, okay. Uh, my mom would say, I'm assuming that horses do like neigh when the food is coming out. Like, definitely they know. Sure. They know that it's coming and they'll like, give it they, to me, baby. But would they neigh at your neighbor's wife if she was not bringing them food just because she's sexy? Or, or is doubtful. I don't know, maybe. Is this scene where we're doing kind of like a BoJack Horseman crossover thing here and he's the one who's checking out your wife? And Bojack Horseman checked out everyone. Great, okay, again, great show. And because of Bojack <laughs> Horseman, it. we are casting Will Arnett as every single horse. Oh in this yeah, book. okay. Oh yeah, so. I forgot. Like every single like big deal horse. Yeah. Yes, I want and even to just, small like, deal wear a horse. horse. Just That's every true. horse. Every horse is Will Arnett. <laughs> every kind of horse. That's the drunk Bible study tagline. <laughs> we should have a picture of Will Arnett on a sh- on a t shirt, and then every kind of horse. Every down kind below. of horse. Yeah. Nobody would understand it, but we would. Okay, so fed horses roaming at large. Everyone neighed after his neighbor's wife. Shall I not visit for these things, says Yahweh? And shall not my soul be avenged on such a nation as this? Go up on her walls and destroy, but don't make a full end. Take away her branches, for they are not Yahweh's. For the house of Israel and the house of Judah have dealt very treacherously against me, says Yahweh. They have denied Yahweh and said, It is not he, neither shall evil come on us, neither shall we see sword nor famine. And the prophets shall become wind, and the word is not in them, thus shall it be done to them. Okay, so they don't believe anything, so we're going to punish them for that. Therefore, thus says Yahweh, the God of hosts, because you speak this word, behold, I will make my words in your mouth fire, and this people would, and it shall devour them. Mm. Oh, okay. So he's going to give Jeremiah the fire breath. Yeah. And the people are going to be like wood and like a dragon, like a dragon bullfrog. He's going to open his little bullfroggy face Ah. and spit out this fire. And I want to, I also want to look up bullfrogs. Like, how do they, (laughs) do they like wing out? Emily is doing a weird, a really weird hand motion, like like two little fans coming off the side of her face. The fans feel more like Jurassic Park to me, and I know that that's not exactly what happened with bullfrogs, but the Dilophosaurus. I don't think bullfrogs do that anymore. Yeah. Okay. Did they ever? Poor Newman got totally killed in that movie. Yes. Totally eaten. Okay, I'm going to bring us back. (laughs) Behold, I will bring a nation on you from far, house of Israel, says Yahweh. It is a mighty nation. It is an ancient nation, a nation whose language you don't know. Neither understand what they say. Their quiver is an open tomb. They are all mighty men. They shall eat up your harvest and your bread, which your sons and your daughters should eat. They shall eat up your flocks and your herds. They shall eat up your vines and your fig trees. They shall beat down your fortified cities in which you trust with the sword. But even in those days, says Yahweh, I will not make a full end with you. Mm, It shall happen when you shall say, why has Yahweh our God done all these things to us? Then shall you say to them, like as you have forsaken me, and served foreign gods in your land, so shall you serve strangers in a land that is not yours. Gosh, yeah, he's petty. Boy, really. Gosh, he's seriously. really, really uh, petty. Duh. Like, this uh, is your own yeah. fault. You brought this on yourself. Declare you this in the house of Jacob and publish it in Judah, saying, <laughs> Hear now this, foolish people. 
and without understanding. <laughs> oh, sorry. Who have people. Pause, pause just for a moment. I happened to glance at the message. Oh, dear. He says, listen to this, you scatterbrains, <laughs> airheads. Oh, jeez. Wow, Eugene. <laughs> really whipping out the fighting words there. No, my mom and I had a whole conversation in the car about Eugene. She was like, and what's up with the message? And I'm like, I know, right? And she's like, that thing is wacky as heck. And okay, I'm see, like, yeah, yeah. I always love bringing in the message because it brings back so many memories of going to church for me yeah. because what I would do, especially when I was like a preteen teenager, which is around the time that the message came out. I think it came out officially well, in like she the asked, year 2000. Like, who is it for? Like she, and I was like, I think it's for... For young people? Like, it's, who is it for? No, the message, I don't know. It, it was supposed to just make it accessible, right? That was kind of the whole cool thing, is we're taking it and using modern language so it's a little bit easier to understand. Which, Got it. to be fair, as much as he has weird little linguistic flights of fancy, I do think it makes it more understandable. There's a reason why we consult the message quite frequently, is sometimes we do want to hear it in plain language. All right, now, yeah. So it came out in 2000, so I was about 13 around then. And so my best friend and I would sometimes sit in church together. And during the sermon, we would look everything up in the message and it was the best entertainment. And it was great because the adults are just like, oh, our kids are reading the Bible, nothing to see here. But we would be sitting there like pointing out really weird turns of phrase on the page to each other and just like really trying to hold our shit together and not just like burst out laughing. Like there's a verse in Psalms about marmots and stuff like that, that we still quote to this day. Like the message does bring back that sense of- Will we get to it? We'll get to it. Oh, we'll definitely get to it. Um, I'm excited. But it was like- the secret way to entertain yourself in church that the adults thought was just good because you're just reading the Bible. I was super excited about it when I first heard about it. I don't think I heard about it till a little bit later when I was in college and started getting into Bible translations. And, you know, I had like a parallel Bible with multiple translations. Now that's easy to do online. But at the time I had to have a paper Bible that did that for me. Excuse me. Um, But when the message came out, or I guess a little while after that, when I heard about it, I was so stoked and I like went to the Christian bookstore <laughs> and like bought my own, you know, leather bound copy of it and was so excited oh, about it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Do you all know that Jason Dedeker got me a leather, vegan leather bound copy of my own Bible? Yeah, the NIV. And it has my name embossed on it. Yeah. It's an NIV, so we can't use it, which is sad, but it's very beautiful. But you have it. But you have a I Bible. I have it. Yeah. What is vegan leather? It's, it's basically plastic. It's PU leather. <laughs> Like when you go on Amazon, it's like pu. It's it is brown pu. It, it, it is plastic. It's plastic. It is plastic. Yeah. It's yeah. Unless, it's fine. It's not. No, it's animal, great. It feels so. nice. It looks nice. Yeah, yeah. And no animals died in the making of this Bible. Exactly. We just produce more plastic, is all. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about what Yahweh is saying to these people that he really doesn't like. He says, foolish, foolish people, airheads, scatterbrains, without understanding, who have eyes and don't see, who have ears and don't hear. Don't you fear me? Says Yahweh. Yeah. Won't you tremble at my presence who have placed the sand for the bound of the sea by a perpetual decree that it can't pass it? Okay, see, now right here, Eugene, what does Eugene have to say? I don't know what that means. What's he going on about with the sand <laughs> of the sea? Tell us. Uh, he says, yes, me, who made the shorelines to contain the ocean waters. I drew a line in the sand that cannot be crossed. Waves roll in but cannot get through. Mm. Breakers crash, but that's the end of them. He just kind of... Did win his own way. He just went his own way. Okay, he's just like the ocean's cool. Haven't you seen the ocean? Like Fleetwood Mac does. Yeah, but he's like, haven't you seen the ocean? That's that. That was me. That was all me. 
how can you conceive how cool the ocean is? And though the waves of it toss themselves, yet they can't prevail. Though they roar, yet they can't pass over it. But this people has a revolting and a rebellious heart. They are revolted and gone. Neither say they are in their heart. Let us now fear Yahweh our God, who gives rain, both the former and the latter, in its season, who preserves to us the appointed weeks of the harvest. Your iniquities have turned away these things, and your sins have withheld good from you. For among my people are found wicked men. They watch as fowlers lie in wait. They set a trap. Fowlers? They catch what? men. What's a fowler? A Fowls, fowl, F-O-W-L, so like a like a fowl, like, like a, a poultry. Like a fowl, but fowler. I'm assuming a person who hunts fowl, surely. How terrible. I was assuming it was I've, just people who foul up things. Oh, I was thinking well, we're not even about setting a trap and catching men. So I'm mm. assuming it's like a little, you okay. know, Maybe something a, to catch, like a little a prairie chicken or something of some sort. A yeah, prairie chicken. <laughs> yeah. As a cage is full of birds, so are their houses full of deceit. Therefore, they are become great and grew rich. They are grew fat. They shine. Yes, they overpass in deeds of wickedness. They don't plead the cause, the cause of the fatherless, that they may prosper, and the right of the needy they don't judge. Shall I not visit for these things, says Yahweh? Shall not my soul be avenged on such a nation as this? Okay. A wonderful and horrible thing is happen in the land. I mean, we're going back to Yahweh being, to hear that. being mad that people are not, yes. you know, standing up for the fatherless and the the poor and whatever. Like, that's... I always like when he comes back to that. There's at least a seed of like, okay, maybe in context we could justify Yahweh's actions of people were being really shitty, even though we don't always get that impression. I'm trying. I try. You know know what? He's going to stand up for us, Dedeker, you and me. Woo. (laughs) Yeah. The prophets prophesy falsely, and the priests bear rule by their means, and my people love to have it so. And what will you do in the end of it? (laughs) <laughs> scene and that's it what is it to end on that's yes it. that's it oh my gosh <laughs> that's it wow prophets preach lies and priests hire on as their assistants and my people love it they eat it up but what will you do when it's time to pick up the pieces mm. scene harsh words yeah. jeremiah wow. wow really dropping yeah. some truth Yikes. bombs here <laughs> Yeah, what kind of guy is is Jeremiah? I feel like Rami Malek slash Steve Buscemi would do these things. I think something Drop the truth bombs. Something that's great about both of them for this casting is I think that they both kind of embody this trait of you can you can like them and feel like they're your protagonist, but they don't always have to be good all the time. Right, like mm, if you think they don't about have to like be good, they don't have to be nice all the time. Right, yes. like like Mr. Robot or Boardwalk Empire. It's like in both of oh, those. See, Buscemi had a great stint in Sopranos. I gotta say, okay, like, yeah, really different character. Right, great. but like in both of like in all those things, they're likable while simultaneously being kind of bad at times. And so, I think I think they're both a good casting for this. Yeah. And a good, Gosh, and I think who are we going to cast as Jesus, <laughs> Emily? You're always, always on that. We're going to have to create yeah. like a long list of people to bring in. Yeah, lots of auditions for that. We could also yeah. cast multiple Jesus. What? For, <laughs> Excuse me. 
for the different gospels. Oh, for the different gospels. Yes. Yeah. I like Whoa, that. That's going to be like uh, the last thing that Heath Ledger did. What did he do? What, did he play Jesus? No, he didn't play Jesus, but it was... Was oh, it was like the that, yeah, that really weird film that really yeah, really that, like, odd multiple film. people yes. played. Yes, we should cast a woman. Yes, as we could Jesus. have a woman Jesus, a woman G. Uh, I think we could. I think G. this is a fun idea to have four Gs, four different Gs. Wait, four? <laughs> I have four G covered. Wait, are there Matthew, Mark, Luther, L- Luther, and John? <laughs> 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 okay, we need to we need to knock out some songs okay. before we get drunker. Yeah, okay. And sorry again, my tongue can't pronounce words. And now it's time for silly psalms with DBS, the part of the show where DBS comes out and sings some psalms. Psalm thirty-one for the chief musician, a psalm by David, as always. In you, Yahweh, I take refuge. Let me never be disappointed. Deliver me in your righteousness. Bow down your ear to me. Deliver me speedily. Be to me a strong rock. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A house of defense to save me. For you are my rock and my fortress. I say that to the rock every day. Look at his picture and I say, because you're my rock. It's true. Therefore, for your name's sake, lead me and guide me. Pluck me out of the net that they have laid secretly for me. So appropriate with our fowlers laying traps. Oh, yeah. The prairie hen trap. (laughs) For you are my stronghold. Into your hand I commend my spirit. You redeem me, Yahweh, God of truth. I hate those who regard lying vanities, but I trust in Yahweh. I will be glad and rejoice in your loving kindness, for you have seen my affliction. You have known my soul in adversities. You have not shut me up into the hand of the enemy. You have set my feet in a large place. What? Large (laughs) pair of shoes. (laughs) Huge shoes, my God. Have mercy on me, Yahweh, for I am in distress. My eye, my soul, and my body waste away with grief. For my life is spent with sorrow, my years with sighing. (sighs) Ah. My strength fails because of my iniquity. My bones are wasted away because of all my adversaries. I have become utterly contemptible to my neighbors, a horror to my acquaintances. Those who saw me on the street fled from me. I am forgotten from their hearts like a dead man. I am like broken pottery, for I have heard the slander of many. Terror on every side while they conspire together against me. They plot to take away my life. But I trust in you, Yahweh. I said, you're my God. My times... You're my rock. (laughs) My times are in your hand. Love ya. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and from those who persecute me. Make your face to shine on your servant. Save me in your loving kindness. Let me not be disappointed, Yahweh, for I have called on you. Let the wicked be disappointed. Let them be silent in Sheol. Let the lying lips be mute, which speak against the righteous insolently with pride and contempt. Oh, how great is your goodness that you have laid up for those who fear you, which you have worked for those who take refuge in you before the sons of men. In the shelter of your presence, you will hide them from the plotting of man. You will keep them secretly in a dwelling away from the strife of tongues. 
Praise be to Yahweh, for he has shown me his marvelous loving kindness in a strong city. As for me, I said in my haste, I am cut off from before your eyes. Nevertheless, you heard the voice of my petitions when I cried to you. Oh, love Yahweh, all you saints. Yahweh preserves the faithful and fully recompenses him who behaves arrogantly. Be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who hope in Yahweh. Whew. That was long. That was a long one, David. Okay, next one's a nice short one. This is Psalm 32 by David, a contemplative song. Oh, a contemplative one. Not by David? Eventually, there will be some not by David, I think. Really? Okay, but this one, he really indicated that it was contemplative. This so is, we need so to contemplate yeah, really this one. Bring it down. Okay. Bring it bring down. It I, down. I, I read something in. today that was like soft as a psalm. And I'm like, are psalms soft? Well, this one's going to be soft. This one's going to be soft. I'm going to do, do it soft. Uh, okay. Do it soft. Let's okay. 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 Contemplative. Blessed is he whose disobedience is forgiven, <laughs> whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man to whom Yahweh does impute iniquity in whose spirit there is no deceit. When I kept silence, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. Whoa. For day and night, your hand was heavy on me. Uh... My strength was sapped in the heat of summer. Selah. I acknowledged my sins to you. I didn't hide my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to Yahweh, and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. Selah. For this, let everyone who is godly pray to you in a time when you may be found. Surely, when the great waters overflow, they shall not reach to him. You are my hiding place. You will preserve me from trouble. You will surround me with songs of deliverance. Selah. I will instruct you and teach you in the ways which you shall go. I will counsel you with my eye on you. Don't be like the horse or like oh, the oh, mule. Okay, okay, all right. <laughs> yes, okay. okay. <laughs> Don't be like this horse that's lusting after everybody's wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, is very appropriate don't. for today. Okay. Nah. Con- contemplative, contemplative. Don't be like the horse or like the mule, which have no understanding, who are controlled by bit and bridle, or else they will not come near to you. Many sorrows come to the wicked, but loving kindness shall surround him. It's like, is that it? Whoa. <laughs> but loving kindness shall surround him who trusts in Yahweh. Be glad in Yahweh and rejoice, you righteous. Shout for joy, all you who are upright in heart. <laughs> okay, yeah, there was a line in there about the hiding place that brought up a terrible song that I want to talk about in the bonus episode. Oh, that's good. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, it'll be a whole thing. A whole okay. thing. I'm looking Ooh. forward to it. Oh, David. One of those, I, I really liked, was there some kind of imagery about it being like a hot summer day and I'm like cuddling with Yahweh, like, what, what? what happened what? In, that, in that one? It was, there was something my mildly strength, romantic. My strength was sapped in the heat of summer was in this one. Yes, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. I just imagine they're like in the hammock together and sweaty <laughs> and... It's cute. It's very heady and right, right. You know, some heady days of youth are happening. That summer loving happens seen, so fast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. seen all. I don't think he's very young, but I don't know. David certainly is in comparison. Yes. Yeah. yeah oh my quite. goodness. Okay, kids, we need to take this home. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. All right. Well, 
If y'all want to toast on the show, sign up to become one of our parishioners at patreon.com slash drunk Bible study and come to drunk Bible study.com slash live. If you want to see this all live, because we have a great time and we love seeing you and talking to you in the chat. So thank you all for joining us for br- for Bible study today. I was going to say brunk bridal study, <laughs> <laughs> bridal study, because we talked about horses oh, a lot good. today. Bridal. Oh, I if see you bridal want even- study. It's good. <laughs> exactly. That would be a weird show. If you want even more drunk Bible study, including ad-free episodes, early releases, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunk Bible study. If you enjoyed the show, take a moment to subscribe and tell us Oh, and also write a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. Follow us. God, this is just going badly. Follow us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is... <laughs> I'm sorry. I really can't talk well because of this frozen drink. You can do it. It's you can problem. do it. You can do it. Let's get it, like, let's get it clean. Let's get a clean not, take. Tongue is not working well. Let's get a clean take. Our theme song our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album Home of the The The. For more information, visit us at DrunkBibleSetty.com. I made a memory about your dad. He's in a book club. Whoa. He's got a history of skimming past all the pages of Ace's confessional shit.